This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Monday, March the 7th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. We are excited to have you with us today. What do we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver. It's as easy as giving us a call at one 800 951 And the lovely Wendy's here. She'll take your phone call, walk you through your order, answer any questions she can for you. Hey, you like to do it from home? Check us out online at allamericangold.com. Not only can you order online, look at all those beautiful coins and products that you can purchase, but you can read and get the news to disturb the comfortable. When you're watching all of those other media outlets that are spoon-feeding you what they want you to know, thank God we're here, because there's somebody who's fact-checking. There's somebody here who pays to have this show on the air and is holding them accountable. Joe Jaquin is the CEO. He is the owner of the show. He is the person who puts all that time gathering all that information just to give it to you so that you don't have to be spoon-fed that negative stuff. And, Joe, how are you this morning? Hey, how are you? It's a Monday, man. I'll tell you, I am battling allergies like you wouldn't believe. This is the worst I've ever had it. I don't know. How does that happen? Nah, high pollen in the air. I don't but know. I, it's you spring. know, we've had this before. Spring comes every year. But this year, for oh. whatever reason. Oh, I'm sorry. You're a year older. And as you get older, <laughs> your yeah, immune deficiency, uh, immune system gets weaker unless you're taking or wow. living. I, I hate to break it to you, man. Wow. We're that, getting older. That hurts. Huh? That hurts. Ding dong, man. You know what's funny is that actually made sense. Something making sense coming out of your mouth. Do you know it's a Monday? Well, hello. I'm just wow. here to tell you. I'm just here to tell you. you, you Terrible. You, I when mean, you can't horrible. explain it, when you can't explain it. You go to that car. How come my leg hurts? You're older. How come I, my hand and fingers hurt? You're older. How come I can't see as well? You're older. And I'm not even getting it. Well, I got all of those things. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> how come my hair won't grow out of my head? You're older. There you go. I, I feel older today, <laughs> more than I did most other days. Uh, big, big, I uh, hate fever. I don't know what to call it. The yellow, we have these yellow flowers here in Arizona, and it's just knocking me. And we're not talking daisies here. No. We're not talking tulips here. We're talking these little, little tiny, tiny, yellow, weed-looking flowers and yesterday, of course, Double and I were on the golf course up here in North Phoenix. Had a nice 18-round hold with a bunch of friends. It was a nice time. But it was a great time. Well, the I wind was blowing. It. And, yeah, it looks like you, uh, you're you paying a price for it for today. It, yeah. yeah, but uh, anyway, the show must go on. Patriot Radio News Hour. Double J in the love. And, and you know, as I was getting ready for today, you know, we sit here and and gold is uh, twelve hundred and seventy dollars to the ounce this morning. Uh, silver's at fifteen dollars seventy cents. Uh, one of the things that I I told you about last week, I told you crude oil thirty five dollars going to be the big deal. If it breaks thirty five, it's going higher. If it doesn't break thirty five, going lower. Crude oil is thirty seven dollars in change this morning, 
And it really doesn't matter how much oil there is. It's rallying because they believe that production, not from OPEC, not from Russia, no, but the production from right here is going to have to go significantly lower. Uh, Big news, at least on the, I guess, uh, in terms of currencies, the European Central Bank, they have their meeting this week. So before our meeting, the ECB goes uh, front front of the money and investing section of the Wall Street Journal, talking about the Euro, the European Central Bank expected on Thursday to push key interest rates even further into negative territory. Of course, this is what I said. I've been telling you this, this shouldn't surprise any of us. This is what they're going to do because they believe that this is the only way out. And and we're kind of watching all of this play out. The Chinese, they had their big economic team come out while we were asleep last night, lowering GDP expectations in that country, something that we already knew about. Uh, we didn't even get to it. Last week they announced they're going to lay off not a million, not two million, but five to six million workers in the coal and steel industries in China. That's how when you talk about how things are really going, that's really it. We're going to break down a lot more data from the jobs numbers are now out. And one of the things that we've been trying to figure out, you know, and I've been doing the Sesame Street analogy, which one of these things doesn't belong? And we keep getting these great jobs numbers, but it doesn't seem to fit the rest of the economy. We may have found out exactly why that was. So as I was researching, because, you know, they got the Bureau of Labor Statistics, they've got, I mean, pages and pages and pages of different types of data, right? If you're, if you're uh, one of those people that doesn't like numbers, that hates graphs and things like that, it would drive you literally insane. Fortunately for all of you, I love that stuff. And as I was sifting through it all, there's a pattern that has emerged, and we're going to kind of talk about the fate of the U.S. worker and what we all may uh, end up having to face down the road. We have another company today that has informed its employees to get ready to train their H-1B visa workers. We're going to talk about that. And, oh, Walmart. They're going to pay more. We're going to talk about that. Patreon Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Patreon Radio News Hour. Over 20 years we've been doing this broadcast, and at least uh, today I feel it. I really do. I feel it. Uh, the allergy season upon us here in Arizona and as uh, my tag team partner so eloquently put it when I couldn't understand why this year feels so much worse he just let it be known that I'm simply older and you know what getting getting older in America is getting harder and harder if you're at least wanting to work full time this is what the data seems to point out because I've been waiting 
I really have been because, you know, Homer's in the the business of getting people jobs. I mean, that's what he does. And he'll tell you, it's really, really challenging out there. Most of these companies, if they're really looking for somebody, they're looking for, you know, almost just feels like, like a needle in a haystack. And then when you find the needle in the haystack, they have to really go, okay, am I committed to hiring and spending $50,000, $70,000 a year for somebody? Should we make that? Should we pull the trigger and hire you? Now, listen, everybody has this plan that we're going to build our business, we're going to hire people, but that's the other factor that's been, you know, uh, people have been running into. Well, you know, and that doesn't matter if it's a $14 an hour job. Or, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter what level the position is. Companies have to make a commitment that when they hire you, that money's going to be spent. Workman's comp, payroll taxes, unemployment insurance, all of those things that go with hiring somebody. The interesting thing is is that you mentioned earlier is, you know, the unemployment rate's at 5%. Four or nine, on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but based on what measures? What are we using to measure our unemployment well, rate? Well, you know what? Here's what's funny, because this is, I really, it's amazing you bring up that point, because... We really probably need to reevaluate how we talk about jobs in America because the data is start, is really becoming crystal clear. One of the things you just mentioned was, hey, do we want to pay workmen's comp? Do we want to pay taxes, payroll taxes, and all these other things uh, to hire people? One, we know we're seeing... We've never seen in this country one of the big movements is for the, I'll call them the consultant, you know, the freelance worker, uh, where a lot of companies now are saying, hey, we'd like you to do some work for us, but it's kind of at our leisure uh, how many hours you're going to work, when you're going to work, what you're going to do, and we kind of want you to be your own boss. And then when the job's over, that way we don't have to worry about it. We don't have to say we fired you. We don't have to pay unemployment. We don't have to do any of that stuff. It Most of those things, this quote-unquote consulting-type work, is 20 hours a week-type stuff, uh, which, let's face it, our jobs reports aren't really prepared or set up to deal with that stuff because in the United States, it used to be, 85, 90% of all the jobs were full-time jobs. That's how people hired in this country. And now the BLS is saying, listen, we're saying part-time workers account for about 20% of all workers. Now, I was like, wow, I thought it was going to be more than that. And then you keep reading through their reports. And then they let you know, hey, by the way, if somebody's working two part-time jobs that get them to working 34, 35 hours a week, we count that person as working full-time. And one of the other things they said about the unemployment rate, if a person was working multiple jobs and gets let go or laid off or quits or whatever from one of those jobs, it never shows up because they can't go to the unemployment line because they're still working the other job. 
And when the well, the one thing that I was trying to get the BLS to do is tell me how many people are working multiple part-time jobs that allows for the bureau for the BLS to say you're a full-time worker. And what would that do? Would that bump it up to one in four, maybe one in three workers in the United States now is a part-time worker? And just because you work multiple part-time jobs, does that really mean you're full-time? Of course it doesn't. Because what don't you get as a part-time worker? Benefits. You don't get any benefits. And so this is really what we're seeing in the latest jobs report, that 242,000. The overwhelming number. You know, we sit there and say the BLS says 20%. And the latest jobs report, 70% of the jobs created were part-time. Not 50, not 40, and for sure not 20%. Seventy percent, and then there was an article in the Arizona Republic, our local paper here. Uh, you know, you had to go down to to page thirteen. I know most people don't get that far, but big headline on page thirteen today: Walmart increasing wages. Retailers' minimum wage will become ten dollars an hour. Walmart's going to be increasing the pay. This is what's staggering. 1.2 million of all Walmart employees are minimum wage. Isn't that an incredible number? I mean, not five cents over minimum wage, not 10 cents over minimum Well, I'll say the Walmart minimum wage. And kudos to Walmart. Listen, going to 10 bucks, that's great. Listen, nobody's ever, uh, I've never heard anybody, hey, the pay's great here. Right. No one's ever, right, no one's ever said the pay's great at Walmart, but the fact that 1.2 million, you know, you think about this jobs report, that 242,000, right, what a great number that was. Walmart has five of those reports in minimum wage workers. (laughs) Unbelievable. Right? Right. 1.2 1.2 million boosting their pay to $10 an hour. And and Walmart uh, has more than 31,000 employees just in Arizona that are going to get a pay raise. And uh, Walmart spokesman said that this is the second phase. And they interviewed a couple of people, and I really wanted to share this part. I knew I was going to be getting a raise, but I didn't expect to get so much, said Alan De La Fuente, a Walmart associate. The raise is very important. It's going to make ends meet a whole lot easier. Fuente began working as a part-time cashier in 2010. It's now 2016, and he still wasn't making $10 an hour. At least that's how I read the story. He says that he's going to buy a new pair of shoes to celebrate. Not a new car, 
not a house, right? Not a television set. No, but I, I think I can swing a new pair of shoes. But he did say that the the reason he's so excited about the raise is that his lease, his rent, increased by $70 a month. Now, unfortunately, you know, even if, uh, I, I guess if he was making 9 and he went to 10 maybe he'll cover that. Maybe. Maybe, right? But but I'm thinking if you've been working there since 2010, but neither here nor there, pretty much his entire raise is going to be eaten up by his increase in his rent. And this is really what the a lot of people in the United States are, are realizing. It's just not keeping up. It says that employees uh, that were already making more than the $10 an hour are going to get a chance to get a 2% increase to their annual pay. So if you're making $15 an hour at Walmart, okay, and you are working 40 hours a week, which is not a, let's just face it, you're not actually, you know, rolling in the bucks at $15 an hour. Made about 600 bucks before taxes. If you got the 2%, you'd make an extra $52 a month. So if you're like Fuente here, your rent went up $70 a month, and your big pay raise at Walmart got you an extra 52 bucks. Hey, you're only $18 a month less than you were before, but hey, congratulations. The last one was Hermuz Zipporah. He's a part-time, or she, I'm not sure. Oh, no, it's a he. A part-time cashier at the Walmart in Tucson. He cried when he heard about the raise, according to the paper. It was a big shock for me, he said. Zipporah recently moved to the United States from Iran after going through a 13-year immigration process. It says that he was living in his car until about five months ago, but congratulations. He's not going to be making $10 an hour. I, I, I want to share a story with you about uh, my experience with Walmart and one of their employees in the accounting department. Uh, she had a degree uh, from ASU, accounting degree. She was pursuing her CPA, and she started working there while going to college. As if she got her degree, and her salary went from $12 an hour all the way up to 14 when she got her degree. And, you know... An accounting at, degree is at, worth $14 an hour? That's what they gave her. And so, of course, she came to me saying, hey, I'd confidentially like, start looking at other positions. Because ASU is saying, you know, if you get your degree, you've got this much experience under your belt, you've got Excel spreadsheet, all these things. And within a short period of time, we, we had her another position. And I'll, I'll just tell you that I think this is great that they're giving a raise. Hey, people need more money, okay? But is, isn't there another story here? Isn't there another story here of, of it's not enough? not enough. But here's the bigger story. These are the only jobs out there. That people are so desperate they cry. Part-time work is the only job in this story. You know, they interviewed two people, both with the words part-time. Interesting. 
Chicago, Abbott Lab, a global healthcare company, laying off 180 IT employees after signing an agreement with Wipro, a major Indian-based IT service firm, to take over some of its IT services. The employees were told about the planned job cuts on February 22nd. Their last day will be April 22nd. The workers are expected to train their replacements on workers with an H-1B visa-type temporary program. Abbott, based in Illinois, home of U.S. Senator Dick Durbin, they they uh, they say that the Durbin at least is saying that he has repeatedly introduced bipartisanship legislation to ex to end the exploitation of the H one B and L one visa programs. You know what? Here's the funny: there's so many of these visa programs now. I just saw. I never heard of the L one before. We've got the H one and then the H one B. Now we've got an L one program. They said that last year, 10 different senators called for federal agencies to investigate California Edison when they did that. We just heard about when Disney just did that. You know, the one thing that's under attack, the American workers under attack. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Double J and the love and really talking about the devastation that's been laid upon the U.S. worker. And and really, when you look at these numbers, it's starting to make real sense now. 240,000 jobs 30 years ago would have been 220,000 of them being full-time work. Today, Maybe 40,000 if it's full-time, all the rest just part-time. Part-time, no-benefit work. And then, you know, let's face it, the one thing they, they told us, and think about all the things that they keep telling you, only to have it blow up in our face. Right? They told us about investing in your mutual funds and your 401Ks, and none of that worked. We are right at the the heart here. The next 15 years, the heart of the baby boomers retiring. More than half of them retire with nothing. And it's only getting worse. Now it seems like, what do they tell IT jobs. That's the jobs, right? When you think about 10 years ago, 15 years ago, that's where they said we needed to be. And now we say, I mean, week after week, month after month, it's somebody else saying, hey, we're laying off and we're outsourcing all of this IT. And oh, by the way, as a parting gift, we want you to train your replacements. And, and, you know, the, the the sad thing is, is when you ask these companies, you know, they released the same, we, we played the clip, what was it, was that Ford, right? 
that that uh, had the big meeting, told everyone to pipe it down. Oh, yeah. Pipe it down. Because we're doing this for the good of our company. Oh, it's the air conditioning company. Oh, that was Carrier. Carrier. Carrier, yeah. As they were telling everyone to pipe it down and letting them know they're going to be out of work. And and the funny thing is, is in, in this one here, Abbott said, hey, listen, you know, it's not our fault. Every year we review our workers. And we we review how we're stacked up. And this year we reviewed it and said, hey, you know what, we need to make some changes. We need to get rid of these U.S. workers because we can get people to do it for less. And, of course, we sit there and nobody wants to talk about it. And you know what's funny? You know how long they got? Two, two months, 60 days. You're out of here in 60 days. And oh, by the way, if you don't train our people, you don't get your little... Uh, yeah, you don't even get that. You you're out. You're out. It says that uh, Abbott employees are distraught. One worker who spoke on the condition of amenity because if he was, or she, let their name be known, Abbott was going to fire them immediately. Everybody's under tremendous pressure. Noting that colleagues are depressed, angry, worried about losing their homes, paying medical expenses, because the vast majority of the American worker lives paycheck to paycheck. All big companies are sending jobs to India. How are we going to find a job at another company, one worker said. It's going on everywhere, and nobody's stopping it. Abbott Lab spokesman Scott Stoffel said, Abbott regularly evaluates its competitive position and makes changes that reflect the strategic needs of the business. We recently outsourced some IT capabilities, but we are maintaining the majority of IT workers in the United States. Meanwhile, here's the best part. Abbott is posting IT jobs internally. You know, in a lot of these, if you've ever worked for a big company, that's what, they'll do that. They'll say, hey, we've got a position in, you know, this state or that state, and see if they can, you know, does somebody who already works for us want that job, right? Maybe you want a promotion, or maybe you want to relocate, and they have a jobs board. Do you know what Abbott has? Near next to the job posted for its IT workers, says that the jobs being posted inside the company. Each ad points out that an H-1B worker may be hired for that position, essentially letting all of their IT workers know at any moment, at any time, we may... What did he say? I'm trying to think of what he says that he what uh they may evaluate their competitive position. <laughs> so if they can save us money by not hiring you We're letting you know. We're letting you know if they're gonna cost us less, then we're hiring them. And you think about these are good jobs. These aren't the these aren't ten dollar an hour jobs. You know, there are laws in the United States and there 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 are companies, big corporations that they post a job 
and they have to post it because of the rules. They already have a candidate they're going to hire. But regardless, they regardless, have, they got to post they gotta it no matter post, what. Yeah, and and it's just um, the hiring laws that we have in our country, and that's no different than what's happening here with the HB1. They're just simply saying we're going to have to measure our position if an HB1 visa candidate is going to cost us less, and they're going to. The bottom line, they're going to hire them. If not, this would not be significant, and yet it is. And it's rampant now. We're just seeing it across the board. Nobody wants to talk about it. I love Donald Trump's position, but then last week he said, well, maybe, well, you know, with the exception of the Silicon Valley stuff, and it's just, there you go. Right? That's the same thing it's out of all of these on people. His part. It's been almost 10 months. This is out of Minnesota, by the way. 10 months since the iron plant closed near Aurora, Minnesota. A century-old mining community in northeastern part of the state. The only dentist retired in June. Nobody will take over his practice. The only drugstore closed in August. And in January, the town of 1600 lost its only grocery store. The global steel industry slump with roots in China's economic slowdown have thrown a painful series of punches to a part of the state that produces most of America's iron ore. Says the domino effect of layoffs particularly visible. And you know, you think about this is this is the iron section. But you take all these towns where we've had the oil crisis hit, and you can see the same thing playing out over and over again. I'm going to talk about what's going on in Minnesota and the Rust Belt when we return. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. economic recovery another week or so a little over a week from now the federal reserve is going to talk about whether or not they're going to raise rates because things are going so well and then they they hide behind these jobs numbers that really no longer fit what the real the devil's always in the details what the real details tell us which is we took full-time jobs that paid benefits. Full-time jobs that used to come with pension. Full-time jobs where you used to work for the same company for 20, 30, 40 years and replace them with part-time, no-benefit work. Or you just simply got phased out whether it was through an H-1B visa worker, whether it's through the fact that, oh, well, you worked in an industry that now China now controls. We pick up this story in Aurora, Minnesota. The large, By the way, I didn't know this. Minnesota produces more iron ore in the United States than any other state. They're down to only three plants, three mines left in Minnesota 
We are definitely in trying times. We need somebody to listen. This is real. This is very, very serious. City council member, third generation minor, whose wife lost her job, oh yeah, at the drugstore. And this is what happens. You know, we're finding out where the labor force participation rate went to. It went to places like Aurora, Minnesota. Nothing's left of the town. Everybody's on unemployment and everybody's on welfare, which means you don't count anymore. Says three of Minnesota's six iron mines are now idle. Some of them have been closed since 2001. And even though miners get extended unemployment payments, see, this is what we replaced it with. You know what? Our government knew. Our elected officials knew. We're going to devastate this industry. But in the name of free trade agreements, nobody cares about the American worker. And the people you elected, they certainly don't care. How do I know this? How can I say that? Mind workers get extended unemployment payment and retraining under federal programs for people hurt by foreign trade. People who've lost jobs at mine vendors, suppliers, and other companies. They, they, they say that their benefits are starting to run out, right? Because they, see, our government knew this. Oh, we're going to wipe these industries out, so here's what we're going to do. Well, first of all, we're not going to say that. We're not going to tell people that. We're going to tell you how free trade is great. What a great thing. Then what we're going to do to make these people feel better is we're going to give them unemployment checks that go for years. And we'll give them retraining. Well, there's only 1,600 people in the town. They don't have a dentist. They don't even have a drugstore. They don't even have a grocery store. What are they supposed to work at? But this is what they did. There's now a new urgency to the state's long-running efforts to make the area's economic or economy less dependent upon a single industry, <laughs> right? They you know the whole story. We need to be diversified. And this is, this is right here in America. And make no mistake about it. This wasn't an accident. Those people that work for Abbott Labs or Carrier or Ford or Disney or Con Edison in California, those job losses weren't accidents. They were deliberate acts. And these deliberate acts are going to continue. And you know what? They can tell you they created a million jobs. Does it really matter if they're all part-time? What, you got to start crying because Walmart paid you $10 an hour to be a part-time cashier? Is that really enough? Is that enough to do that job? It's a great question. I mean, just ask yourself this. Would I be grateful 
and so and I, I don't mean this to sound wrong, but think about, oh, I'm going to get 20 hours a week, and they're going to pay me $10 an hour to cashier at Walmart. Does that sound like a great American job to you? You know, when I first started working in the retail side of things, and this is going back into the early 90s, for a a supermarket chain that's no longer with us. They're now owned by Kroger. But think about this. This is 25 years ago. The cashiers, the ones that had been cashiering forever, they worked 40 hours a week. They all made top pay. They all got the schedules that they wanted. You know, they had seniority. And you know what? That's all gone now. I don't want that worker. Now it's all about, hey, maybe how many people can we get to ring out their own groceries so we don't have to pay anybody? Take the radio news hour. We'll be back after the break. Final statement coming up. Final segment on a Monday. Let me tell you. Let me just ask you. You really think that's how we're, we're going to get economic prosperity this way? Replacing U.S. workers with foreigners. Replacing full-time with benefits, with part-time, without benefits. That's how we're going to do it. Because right now, let me tell you right now, that's the economic model we're living in. That's the reality. And this is why when you sit there and you think about why does it, I mean, according to, to the to the jobs numbers, you would think we'd be growing 3, 4, 5 percent. We're getting one. And even that one's kind of shady, right? If, if the government wasn't going into debt the way it is, it'd be be negative. I mean, we're already at 19.1 trillion. We just passed 19 trillion. We already tacked on another 100 billion. It really is amazing. It's actually now, you know what? I feel better. I feel better because now it starts to make it makes sense to me now. Now I know why not that many, you know, I guess we say not that many, 278,000 people uh, file for unemployment benefits. So many people are working multiple part-time jobs. They could lose one of those jobs and still not be able to file. Makes sense. 242,000 sounds like way too many jobs. But then if you think about, hey, 20 years ago, that was 50,000 jobs. That makes sense because that's how much of it is part-time anymore. And this is why, you know, when you sit there and you think about why you own insurance, why do you hold gold, this is why. This is the absolute trend my uncle was telling you 20 years ago was going to happen. And it's not going to end until we're down at the level of everybody else. And that thing, it's happening faster than any of us could have ever possibly realized. I mean, look at all the industrialized nations of the world. They're getting devastated. Look at Japan. 
half a percent negative. Look at the, the news out of the Wall Street Journal today. ECB's going even further negative. And, of course, everybody here is worried to death that our Federal Reserve isn't smart enough to see the handwriting on the wall. And, heaven forbid, they try to go to a whole whopping half a point. Today's special, really limited. I only have 25 of them. But it's an item that uh, we used to run these once every other week when I first started. Then it went to once a month. Now we run them maybe, if we're lucky, once a quarter. That's how hard they are to get. This is a little Indian combo set. The $5 male Indian and the $10 female Indian gold pieces. So you get the quarter-ounce male, the half-ounce female. They're $1,175, but I only have 25 total at 800-951-0592, without a doubt. The best-looking coins, in my, in my humble opinion, that the United States ever minted. The $5, that's the male Indian with the with the uh, headdress on. And then the $10 one, that is the Lady Liberty with a, an Indian headset on. You get one of each, a $5 and a $10 uh, gold piece, $1,175, 800 951-0592. Homer and I will be back tomorrow. Everyone take care. Have a great day.